Hey everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the 1001 Films Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gardner, and today we're talking Oscar winners. Last night was the ceremony, they announced the winners. There was a bunch of surprises, it was a historic night. Uh, It was overall just a really great show, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give you my thoughts on all the, the performances, the speeches, the winners, and everything, so let's get to it. So the Oscars happened last night, like I said. I liked it. I thought the show overall was uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, The ceremony is usually pretty boring. Uh, But this year, um, it was... They didn't have a host again like they did last year. Um, And I kind of like the no-host format because I feel like it kind of moves along the show a little bit better. Uh, People don't. Uh, it's, It's... weird because you think a host would be able to kind of keep everything on track but the fact that they didn't have a host means they don't have like any of these weird like aside like trying to be funny like in between uh in between awards and stuff like that uh but overall I liked it um it was a lot of fun the big surprise as far as the ceremony goes is Eminem when he showed up and he's saying uh lose yourself I mean he that was that was very surprising. I really liked it because I love Eight Mile. Uh, I love the you know Eminem. He's one of my my favorite rappers of all time. So that was cool to see him there because he wasn't there in two thousand two when he won an Oscar for Lose Yourself. So I just thought it was cool to see him there and perform. Uh, but you know as far as the awards go. Uh, let's just jump right into it, you know, let's not bury the lead. Best picture, I predicted Joker, uh, because at that time I hadn't seen a lot of the films. Um, I have since seen all of them except for Little Women. Uh, so I definitely think uh, 1917, if I would redo my list my top 10 list of the year, I definitely would have put 1917 in there for sure, Uh, maybe even at my number one, Uh, but I was very surprised to see uh, Parasite take the number one, uh, the number one spot to win Best Picture. It's the first time the Academy has ever given Best Picture to a foreign language film, uh, and it had only been nominated 11 times in its previous, you know, 91 years and nominated a foreign language film for Best Picture. So that was the big surprise. I really enjoyed it. I really liked Parasite. Um, you know, like I said, I predicted Joker, but I'm very happy that Parasite won. It was a big surprise. You know, I, th- that I think they're kind of making up a little bit for Green Book from last year. Uh, there was a lot of backlash for, you know, for Green Book last year. So this year, um, I, and I definitely think the preferential ballot system uh, helped Parasite get over the hump and win, uh, get the upset over 1917. Um, and for Best Actor, you know, that one was locked up pretty good. Joaquin Phoenix, he gave a great uh, acceptance speech uh, about 
uh, a bunch of different things about animal cruelty and like the environment. And he also came out against like cancel culture about how everybody, you know, is trying to bring everybody down uh, for something they said a long time ago. And he said that that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to to bring about change and to kind of be, one, you know, one people that he it was basically about second chances and um, if you want to go look it up I'm sure it's online I'm sure it's on YouTube already but it's a great acceptance speech uh, and you know no surprise there that he won uh, best actress same thing I'm, I still haven't seen Judy I would really like to see it especially now that Renee Zellweger won uh, the best actress uh, Oscar for that her speech was kind of the opposite speech for me from Joaquin Phoenix's. For me, it was very rambling and very um, disjointed and like. But I mean, I can't judge her in that kind of a situation. You know, she just won an Oscar. She's been acting her whole life. It's her first Oscar, so uh, I'm sure she was super stoked about it. So uh, best best actress goes to Renee Zellweger. Uh, I think I predicted that one. So, no big surprise there. Supporting actor Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't get a lot of love in the other categories that it was nominated for. So, um, I was glad to see it get... um, I was glad to see Brad Pitt get an acting Oscar because I think a lot of times we write him off as just a pretty boy or he's a movie star and we forget... Um, you know, we don't realize how good of an actor he truly is. So even though I didn't necessarily like the movie overall, um, Brad Pitt was really good in this and, uh, I'm glad that he has finally got an acting Oscar. Uh, so for moving on to best supporting actress, Laura Dern, uh, for Marriage Story. Um, you know, I liked the movie. Her character was pretty good. You know, she's been winning everything. So, no big surprise here. It was the first award given out tonight. Um, So, no big surprise for supporting actress Laura Dern. Um, But then Best best Director, uh, I didn't really give a prediction because I hadn't seen a lot of films uh, up to that point. I have since seen more um, once once I gave my... Uh, since I had given my initial Oscar predictions, I had watched a whole bunch of them. Um, so Bong Joon-ho won for uh, Best Director, and it was at this point that I thought, you know, for sure Parasite is going to win um, the be- Best Picture because it had been winning everything and everything and everything. Up until that point, it had been sweeping, and I was like, you know, 1917 isn't getting as much love as I thought it would be in the, you know, the front runner. But, so, Bong Joon-ho pulled it out for Best Director. I loved his speeches. Every single one of his four speeches were excellent. Um, He is such, he just seemed so happy and so genuinely joyous in all of his speeches. Um, So, I I really thought that was really cool um, to see him uh, just be like that, show the true emotion, even though he was speaking through a translator most of the time. It was, it was really cool. Uh, so original screenplay uh, went to Parasite. I At the time I did my predictions, I said it was going to be Marriage Story, but like I said, I hadn't seen a lot. But Parasite definitely deserves original screenplay. It was so cool. It was The writing was excellent. Uh, 
uh, lots of twists and great dialogue. So uh, I'm really glad that uh, Parasite, that I was wrong and that Parasite won this one. Um, and then adapted screenplay. I really wanted Joker to get it. Apparently, jo- you know, Jojo Rabbit won. Um, I wanted Joker to get it because I love the Joker character. I loved that movie. Um, and I still haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, but apparently, you know, from everything that I've heard, it's very inventive and unique. And I, you know, and I like movies like that that don't necessarily follow uh, particular formulas. So um, I'm definitely going to have to check out Jojo Rabbit uh, for sure. And Taika Waititi's speech was, was pretty cool, too. I like, I like watching the Oscars for the speeches, mostly, um, and to see who won. Uh, the performances and the comedy kind of in between is kind of secondary for me. Um, so you're probably going to hear me talk a lot about the speeches as, you know, as we go forward. Um, because I like to see what people say when they have the opportunity to be grateful and to be... Um, you know, have to have true emotion. Some some of my favorite acceptance speeches are, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, when he won his, and when um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won theirs for um, Goodwill Hunting in the '90s. Uh, those two are, I think, are my two favorite acceptance speeches because they're just pure, sheer emotion, joy. Um, nothing prepared, no political statements, uh, just like the joy of being recognized for, um, you know, showing of being, the joy of being recognized for their artistic talent. Um, so that's kind of an aside, but, you know, moving on to the next category, uh, is best animated film, um, Toy Story 4, not really a big surprise, the, the big surprise about it is that it is the fourth movie in a franchise, and it in the previous two, Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4, have both won the Oscar for Best Animated Picture, and that is a staggering feat that probably will never be done again, or at least will never be done for a really long time, where two sequels from the same franchise won Best Animated Picture. Um, so that is really cool, and... It's probably not going to happen again for a very, very long time. Uh, that even one sequel is going to win. You know, maybe if they do uh, like Incredibles three or something like that, or Frozen three. Uh, you know, maybe one of those would be able to win. But to have two sequels in a row from an animated franchise win uh, Best Animated Picture, that's probably never going to happen again. Uh, but then the next category I wanted to talk about is Best Original Score. Uh, I predicted Joker to win, and it won. Um, I'm not even going to try to say the lady's name because uh, it's just so long and complicated, and I can't remember it right now. I don't have it written down, unfortunately. But her speech was really good, too. Um, she was you know, very happy that she won, and this movie is very deserving. Um, you know, I was I rewatched Joker today just because I, you know, just for the hell of it, I just wanted to, and I really paid attention to the score this time, and it is a character in the movie. It is so good that it is a character in the movie, and it's not just that bathroom scene, like I said in in the previous episode. It's both bathroom scenes, 
when he's getting ready to go to the show, when he's painting his face again and dyeing his hair green, you know, it's, you know, the bathroom scene after what happens on the subway. When he's on the subway, uh, when, is, when all of that stuff is going down, when he comes home after that, you know, the, just it's, a, you know, when he finds out the truth about his mom and his past, all of that, like, is perfectly accented by the score. So I definitely, definitely think that Joker deserved this Oscar. Uh, And then, like I said before, uh, the next one is Best International Film, Parasite, goes without saying. This one, it was going to win for sure, no matter what. Um, And I thought it was really cool that it won, you know, all four of its major awards. Um, Let's see if I can remember. Uh, International Film, uh, Original Screenplay, uh, director and picture are the four that it won. Um, so I'm very, very glad that um, something different won. This movie is very different uh, from any of the other movies on the list. It's not. It's it's a it's like a suspense thriller, and um, the Academy doesn't necessarily always recognize movies like that. Um, so I'm glad to see that this one basically swept the Oscars. It's basically a sweep. They won pretty much everything that they were nominated for. Um, so I really loved, really loved that one. Um, and then cinematography, 1917. I predicted that one. It's Roger Deakins. He's the master. He's probably the greatest cinematographer of all time. He's been nominated 15 times. He's only got two Oscars. If he keeps working, he's for sure going to get another one here eventually. Um, he's he's excellent. That movie was excellent. Uh, I don't think you can get any better than you know than Roger Deakins directing a British war movie. You know that's you know what more can you say? That's got Oscars written all over it. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to talk about is visual effects. Uh, I thought it was going to be Star Wars or Avengers. Nineteen uh, Seventeen took it. I didn't realize how much visual effects were in there, and that, you know, is a testament to how good their visual effects were. I thought it was mostly just the cinematography and the production design, but when they showed that little clip of how they kind of animated in there that burning church or whatever, uh, that, I didn't didn't even know that that was, um, you know, that that was part of the visual effects team that did that. Um, so there are some, uh, the other awards I'm just going to skip over because like I said, I didn't really make predictions for them and I don't, they're more technical awards that I can't really fairly comment on because I don't really know what goes into them. Uh, but hopefully in the future I'll learn some more and I'll be able to run down the whole list of the Oscars, uh, for you guys. You know, it's been a great year, uh, 2019 for film. I started this, this podcast in 2019 um, here's to a great 2020. I'm going to keep doing these episodes for as long as I can, as often as I can. I know there's not a lot of listeners out there, but that doesn't matter to me. Uh, it's all about the love of film and me expressing that. So I love you guys. I appreciate all of the support you guys give me. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to always check back here on Mondays and Wednesdays. This episode's actually going to come out on a Tuesday, uh, so I'm going to switch it up just because uh, I can't get it out uh, in, at my normal time on Monday. 
so this episode's coming out on a Tuesday, and then I'm going to have another one on Friday, so it's going to be a little bit different uh, this week, but uh, in the future, it's always going to be at least two episodes a week, Monday and Wednesday uh, are the days I'm going to try to get them out, uh, try not to get them out too much after that, um, so, but anyway, thank you guys for listening, check me out on Twitter, give me a follow at SMG Reviews. Uh, check out my blog at 1001.filmpress.com. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And here's to a great 2020.